This is Teachable Moments with April podcast, and you guessed it, I'm your host, April. If you're a returning listener and a part of the Teachable Moments with April podcast family, welcome back. For those who are checking me out for the first time, well, hello and welcome. To everyone listening, be encouraged and look for the Teachable Moments that are all around us. Enjoy. This is April from Teachable Moments with April podcast. I'm your host. So I have several uh, movies that I wanted to do reviews for and I'm kind of falling behind because I felt that it was um, more important to talk about some of the other content that I have um, that I've been posting um, episodes for, which is in regards to uh, spiritual warfare. I would like to think that the Spirit, the Holy Spirit, has moved me to put that first and foremost to take a shift and get that information out um, that I've been putting out. Because it is it's very timely. It's what we're going through now, whether um, you may realize it or not, but that's what's happening. That's why we're seeing all the things uh, play out the way they are. Um I kind of regret in a way that I hadn't done it sooner, and I've said that already. Um, So anyway, this, I feel like, has something to do with spiritual uh, warfare, excuse me. And it's a movie that actually came out recently, I'm thinking, and it shows, um, it stars uh, Monique, um, and it's called The Reading. And I actually viewed it for free, on Pluto TV now on other it's also on other channels I think it's BET plus um, it might be on Amazon Prime Um, let me just look real quick and see okay so it has BET plus Roku and Amazon um, are some of the options I viewed it on Pluto which I was very surprised that it was on there and I had actually forgot about it I actually um, like Monique as a comedian but I did hear about this movie um, unfortunately <laughs> um, it doesn't look like it's gotten good reviews uh, um, so anyway let me just read the overview if you haven't already seen it and you are thinking about seeing it and you feel some type of way about whatever they call spoilers or Easter eggs or whatever the young people say, then you might want to not listen to this, okay? Um, But I feel like, interestingly enough, the movie, I tried to look online at some reviews as well because my perception of the movie, I think, has to deal with spiritual warfare, Um, On the surface, it seems like it doesn't. But to me, in my opinion, it does. And I'm going to tell you why in a little bit. Welcome back. So I'm going to read the information they have on IMDb about the reading. And on here it says it's uh, one hour and 36 uh, minutes. Um, and it says, um, this is considered to be a thriller. And it said it follows Emma, which is Monique's, uh, character as she writes a book 
in order to cope with deadly home invasion and how a new terror will be unleashed after a reading performed in her home. Um, so you have a variety of players here. And let me get down to the storyline or the synopsis. It says, recently widowed Emma Leedon, which is Monique Hicks, uh, details the loss of her family to a gruesome break-in um, in her new book called Invasion. So it, it, it kind of opens up after that when they show Monique as uh, uh, Emma Leedon on a particular, like any other type of talk show, okay? And she is talking about this book. It's a year after the murder um, of her family, which was, I thought she had two daughters, but the, the little one, her son, Tyron, um, was a little boy, okay? And her teenage daughter, um, Kendall, I believe it is, and her husband, uh, Matthew, um, who was very, um, he had a very lucrative career. I think it was in diamonds um, and some other things as well. So anyway, to generate press, uh, Emma agrees to a stage reading by a 19-year-old uh, by the name of Sky Brown in Emma's now fortified home. There's only one problem. Sky's spiritual connection is real. And evil emerges in a house they can't get out of. Now, on this particular uh, website, um, IMDb, it says the tagline for this particular movie is this. What happens when you open a door you can't close and a house you can't get out of? Then also it says under underneath here, it says, did you know? Trivia. Wondering if this is supposed to be Whoopi Goldberg's kid after Ghost. The psychic mom has the same name, Oda M. Brown, which is in this particular movie is Oda, Oda uh, M. Brown is actually Sky Brown's mother, who I don't see her actually at any type of work. It seems like she's at home. They show the inside of Skye's uh, and, and her mom, Oda Brown, home in which the mother has all of these accolades. She has all of these, um, she actually went to college and it looks like it's some type of um, psychology. Um, she's a psychologist, but you never see her go home. She's a person that um, seems to be addicted a little bit to um, game shows and like Jeopardy and Wheel of Fortune and ones like that. They never really show that necessarily, those are the shows, um, but that's what it is. And she tends to, I'm, if I had to guess, I'm not a psychologist myself, um, but I would think she has some form of um, OCD um, and different things. She, she might be on, um, she has some mental health issues and I think she's probably on disability if I had to guess. And that would explain why she's at home. She might have some form of agoraphobia. That's just my opinion, um, by seeing it. Um, and you never really see her go to work. And that's the reason why money is tight and why Sky herself um, she's in college as well, and sh they need money. They're strapped. 
Um, the interesting part about this is there are a lot of questions, as usual, that I have that I'm left with. But I don't think the movie itself, I dislike it. But there are a lot of people that do like it and they give it a thumbs down. But I find it interesting that I started doing a thing with the spiritual warfare um, here on, on this particular podcast. And then I came across this movie. Um, I was reluctant about watching it for a variety of reasons, um, but I was curious. Um, The book, I'm going to backtrack a little, stay with me. The book's name, Invasion, um, it's not just about a home invasion. I believe that the book, it signifies something, that it signifies an invasion spiritually of the character of Monique. Now, I don't know when was Monique or Emma Leiden in this particular movie invaded? What gained access to her at what point? I know there is a spirit, if we're going to go by the information that we've been talking about in spiritual warfare, there's a spirit of greed. And it basically says that much. But I believe that that, that name of that book that allegedly um, is about the home invasion was also a spiritual invasion. So when the movie opens up, it shows these people, allegedly people, okay, but I believe them to be, personally, like I said, dark spirits. They're dressed in black, and the way they move, and the way they look. Now, they have masks, like ski masks on, they're dressed in all black, and I want to say, if I had to guess, it has to be, it was more than one, it was at least five, at least, um, four or five. And I believe that they, it's not just something that she fabricated, like to say when she talked about the home invasion, because you find out that actually there was no home invasion, that actually it was something, this is where I say it's spiritual, that she systematically went through her home after coming home from, I don't know, was she in some type of work or whatever they really don't show her husband really she really doesn't have to work um comes home and she greets each of her children um individually the first one is the little one uh tyron and then her teenage daughter and then her husband then she proceeds to go on to cook um and then allegedly what we see it opens up with these Um, dark figures gaining access to her home and systematically killing everyone um, except her although it looks like she um, endures a very brutal um, beating and almost losing her life but she doesn't we find out later that it's her that she has actually gone through a house and killed every last person um, and that she self-inflicted that onto herself. I believe that the spirits uh, gain access to her. 
So the, the spiritual aspect or the supernatural aspect isn't just um, contained to this young lady like we're led to believe, Sky Brown, who her and I think it's three other young people. Let me see what their names are. Okay, so we got Sky Brown, who is, she has the, the sight. She can, it's not just a scheme, more or less. Although I'm confused as to why they talk about the people that they do these readings for as marks. I thinking once I gave more thought to it, I'm thinking maybe it's because they may uh, decide on a certain um, amount, but then as the reading goes on, they decide to up the ante in the amount that they can get. Okay, so we have Gregory, okay, who I believe is her boyfriend. I don't know how serious they are. It kind of to me hints at it, but it never really says that that's her boyfriend. Then they have another young person who I believe is um, in the medical field. She may be studying to be in the medical field. Her name is Jessie. And then you have another young man who um, is named Randy. He's the tech guy. He's the guy that um, records the audio, the visual, and anything technical. He's like a techie. He's like a little geek. Okay. Very smart. All of them seem very, very smart. Um, Gregory is the one that gets, that books them. Okay. So it isn't just um, Sky and the supernatural paranormal kind of read the reading, you know, from people that have passed on. Then you see, you know, I think the aspect that they're not touching on is the fact that there's something going on with Emma's, Emma Leedon's uh, character. And at some point, you start to see her physically. Now, she, this is the thing about, I'm not an expert at, at spiritual warfare. I'm learning, okay? Just like everybody else that may not have a, uh, you know, just living in this world, okay? And learning as we go. But you can see her change physically, I think, her demeanor, and it's something on a whole nother level. Okay, welcome back. So we're talking about the movie starring Monique um, in, uh, that is called The Reading. Um, so after I gave it even more thought, let's take it even further, is that the home invasion of this beautiful home, it's a mansion, it's, I think it can also be seen as an analogy or metaphor. The house itself, when you think of homes or you think of a house, more so a home, it's where you go to retreat from the world, it's your sanctuary, it's where you um, relax, it's where you feel safe, it's where you feel loved. Um, by these uh, mysterious um, uh, home invaders, uh, aka spirits, they it that home, that house, that mansion actually may represent her spirit okay gaining them gaining access to her spirit to her soul and attacking her and taking overtaking her 
and um, basically um, making her actually take out her entire family um, for money. Of course, spirits don't care about those things. The agenda of spiritual warfare and spiritual attacks, that's what they use for humans, for us. They use, they find some way to get in there. Now, at some point in the movie, she, it, it gets down to the two young ladies, Skye and her friend Jesse. The other men have already been wiped out. And actually, the sister-in-law um, was there as well. She actually does something to her um, early on, along with the first uh, young man, that the character Gregory. Um, and she starts, they start to talk to her, the two young ladies. They're hiding in the house. Um, and at some point, you see <clears throat> a break in, in uh, Monique's character. And she actually seems to show humanity. Because at some point, it's as if she isn't. She lacks any type of humanity. She's uh, singing a song. Uh, it's like something else is inhabiting her. Something else is there that isn't her. Um, on the surface, if you look at it, you just think that she's just another, you know, individual that's just, you know, not a good person or just greedy. But seeing past what is behind that, the spiritual aspect of that, when people commit certain crimes... It is due to some form of spirit uh, gaining access to you because that is not the original how God created us. That would require that you would believe in God and that you believed in good and evil, in the existence of good and evil and uh, God and the adversary, of course. You can see her whole body. This is what I'm, I don't know if I'm articulating it, is that you can actually see when someone is um, inhabited or influenced or oppressed by something not of God. They actually, to me, they look different. And their face, it has like a second face. It's a duality. On the surface, you see the person that you may know, you know, but then there's another face behind it. Their mannerisms don't match up. And that's how you know they're being influenced by something else. And I, I find it interesting in a lot of ways because the mannerisms, even the, the way the per- I kept saying the way she moved, she didn't move like herself. Now, of course, on face value, you see her, she's playing a role, the human um, Emma Leeton. Um, she's playing a role that she's disabled. Um, she has a stutter. That's not necessarily what I'm talking about because you see her, it's something more. I don't know how to say it in a way, um, that more than that. Her movements are, she's too quick. She's running. She's the way she's, her cadence to her voice And I think I was very struck when um, after she ends up at some point locking down the house, when she starts to lock down the house. Now, that's another aspect to that. 
if we're going to think more a metaphorical or analogy, um, once the spirits, okay, have taken her over through her greed, okay, the spirit of greed, um, she starts to lock down the house. And even when she comes and confronts the sister-in-law, okay, and these young people, even her facial, something with her face um, changes. Her eyes is what got me. She looked different. It seemed beyond just the physical face. I'm getting chills now talking about it. It was a light, an unnatural light behind her eyes that made you realize there's something else working inside this person. And it's not just a surface, she's just a bad person, she's just evil. You know, it's not, it's something more. Okay? It's something more to it than that. And the way she would just move through the house after the facade was dropped, she, it, it, it's, I can't even describe it. She was running, but it didn't seem human to me. It didn't seem human um, how she did it. She had no remorse. She had no humanity. Okay? Human humanity. And I, this is just what I think. So the analogy or the metaphor of the house itself has been invaded. It means her spirit, her, her soul, what makes her a human, who makes her, um, Emma Leiden had been, um, breached. Okay. And locked down and impenetrable because you think about it, if we're just going to think about it without actually giving any thought to what the spiritual ramifications of this is, why would a woman, it has to have a deeper meaning, okay? Because, okay, let's look at it. She um, killed her family, but she's playing a role, okay? She's playing a role that she's been victimized. And on the surface, it looks like, okay, she's just scared. She's this, that, and the other, uh, first, second, and third, but the reality is, is that she isn't. She isn't. She's actually the perpetrator of this violence. But why did she still do it? It goes beyond just what it may look like, just like the book that she put out. And it's simply entitled Invasion. What got me, let me take it a bit further, see if it makes sense. She does that. I mean, it is state of the art. She explains it. Actually, she takes the, the, the young Sky Brown on a tour of the rooms of her, of her mansion. Primarily, her kid's room. Okay? Okay? And she says all the things that she got done. She even talks about this gun that allegedly she doesn't know how to use what she does. Okay. Why would someone do that? I think it, it means something more than what is on the surface that the that the viewer, the audience to see. And once this young lady started to actually manifest that she could actually she could actually talk or access information about her um, 
her children who had passed away, her husband, people, the other people, including uh, Monique, as well as her sister-in-law, could actually hear movement. You could hear children's footsteps, okay, which I thought was interesting because she only had the younger one. But it sounded as if, now that I think about it, like several, which was interesting. Um, She could hear, um, everyone could hear typing from Monique's um, husband's study, okay? Everyone could hear it. It wasn't just, it was manifesting itself. Now, I'm going to see if I can, can say it, get my thought across. At some point, once all of this started to take place... That's when something within Monique started to change. And at some point she went to this elaborate like a touch screen kind of situation that was linked to the home uh, security and started putting all these coals and they could hear the locking down of the house. But then what I did catch is she kept looking at the screens of all the rooms Why was she doing that? Why was she doing that? I found that interesting. It was as if, not as if she was scared, but she was looking for something. Now, everybody's in the dining room. So what is she looking in the other rooms for? And she was literally transfixed. When she unfortunately shot that young man, Gregory, she never turned away from the screen. She literally put her hand back, and that's when you saw her with the gun, and she she shot him. Now, he didn't pass away right away, um, which, is a lot of, which is something that a lot of people in the reviews had a problem with because they thought by something like that, him being shot like that, how is he still walking around? Because she shot him in the chest. Um, they had a problem with that. They didn't like that. They didn't think it was realistic. But she was looking for something. She was looking for something. It, it it actually spooked her, I think. But if she's filled with spirits herself, why? Now, that's just my that's just my opinion. So there are a lot of things that I would have done different um, if following these two young ladies and these young people as they transverse through this woman's home because it's always if you've ever watched any kind of movie like this uh the first one comes to mind is don't breathe one and two you're actually on another person's um territory no one's gonna know that their house better than the person that owns it so there's always going to be a challenge there there's always going to be a challenge to that um so yeah but they went through that another problem that I had was that there was only one place allegedly in that house that got got wi-fi any kind of service I found that very odd I don't I haven't figured that part out but there was only one place now allegedly closer to the end of this movie it's the staircase okay it's the staircase and I think that that has some um deep deeper meaning but I haven't figured it out what exactly does that mean um although we'd seen earlier her daughter when her daughter was alive uh Kendall was actually on her phone 
Um, so that's interesting. So how could she be on her phone in her bedroom if you only get service on the stairs? But they noticed something up with that when they entered the house, the young people to do the reading. Um, they could get online. Now there's something there too. There's a deeper meaning to that as well. Um, I don't know what it is. I haven't figured it out. Okay. And then of consequently at the end of the movie. Now I read some reviews and some people said that they didn't understand. And, and one in particular on IMDb was um, someone that was um, identified themselves as a film student. And they watched it for class. Okay. And they said they didn't understand the ending of the movie. Well, what I took from it was that young Sky, it, it, it became either her or Monique, okay, because the friend uh, suggested Jesse that they, they're from the hood, and they said that they should fight her, okay? They went inside the woman Monique's closet, which was massive, and basically put layers of clothes on because it seemed as though she'd ran out of bullets, and she was welding a knife, Okay, she's welding a knife um, and to fight her for them to double team her and overtake her, which she lost her life, the friend Jesse. She put up a good fight. Um, so it, it, it came narrowed down to Sky and Emma Leedon, which is Monique's character. And um, she ended up finding a bullet underneath the bed, the master bedroom. And she ended up shooting um, Monique in the face okay which seemed to be a lethal shot now usually when you're dealing with people like this it takes a lot to get them because they seem to have this almost superhuman strength and it takes a lot to take them down but it didn't now they show the young sky on the same TV show um, that uh, Monique, when they opened up, was talking about this book. She was on the very same show. Now, she does, the camera moves in, and that's usually what's going to let you know things that you should be paying attention to. When the camera zooms in or stays in a single spot in a movie, you know that that's, you need to really pay close attention, and there's something that, you know, the director or the person that wrote it or whatever is trying to give you a clue without actually in your, you know, in your face, basically telling you. And they show, um, Skye has, like, literally a knife through her hand. She got it through her hand, but there's a scar on the other side. And she says that she somehow figured out the codes. That house was like Fort Knox. What I take from it is that there was a transference. There was a transference between Monique's Whatever had overtaken Monique had entered into this girl. Because you see at some point of the movie that during one of the readings by a college student, he looked like he was pretty well off because they start talking about trust funds and all of that. And she actually, Sky could speak, um, well, uh, about his mother who had passed away. And, um... The mother of his deceased mom had tried to gain access to uh, Sky, and she just by that a short distance um, was able to push her away. She said how 
hard it was for her to not allow this spirit that is allegedly this young man's mother um, gain access to her. And it had put her in a bad place because it was becoming harder and harder to ward off these spirits that they, she kept encountering when she would do this type of work with her and the other three young people. And she wanted to stop. She didn't want to continue. She kind of leads on to say something happened when she was a little kid. So she'd been, she had this gift for a while. And the young man that is her boyfriend or not her boyfriend, Gregory, asked her, what happens when they touch you? That's how she uh, relayed them gaining access. And she was very reluctant to say, but then she said, they possess you. Now, I don't know if she was possessed at some point or if her mother also held the same gift and something had happened to her mother and maybe that's why her mother is the way she is now that I'm talking about it. Um, so and it, you, could, you can pick up on the fear, the fear. Now, if we go from the thought process of are these spirits, do ghosts of, of the people who have passed away, are they really the ghosts of people that passed away? Or are they just spirits posing as the dearly departed okay and this within the ranks of these spirits and her stepping over a line they conspired amongst the, each other okay if you will to gain access to her finally and at the end of the movie I believe that's what happened I believe that Monique and whatever had um, entered into her okay um, they entered at the point of her death that vessel that body was no longer good for them where do they go and literally Monique, Monique had straddled this young lady and they were literally fighting to the death um, they entered her um, and then there's like a split second in which you hear whispering it's very faint but you hear whispering and then they show her and then the camera just stays on her face and she looks directly into the camera. You were just listening to Teachable Moments with April Podcast. I truly hope you enjoyed this episode. We invite you to stay connected with us on the other social media platforms of ours, which is TikTok, Pinterest, Instagram, Threads, and YouTube. Also, we'd like to invite you to check out our official podcast landing page on podpage.com slash teachable moments with April to see all our content in one place and leave personal messages, feedback, and more. Thank you.